Hey, everyone. I have optimistic news for you about finding a corporate sustainability job. After years of sputtering along, in 2019, sustainability job postings on LinkedIn grew about 10%, a trend, my friends, that has continued. But where are those jobs and what skills are in highest demand these days? Well, we're about to find out. Change is coming, oh yeah. I'm Yash Pavlik-Slink, and this is Degrees, real talk about planet-saving careers from Environmental Defense Fund. We're back with part two of Green Jobs 101, our how-to series to help you, yes you, find a planet-saving job. Here to share insider insights on big growth in corporate sustainability roles is John Davies of GreenBiz. GreenBiz is the go-to news source on business and sustainability, and John has been leading GreenBiz's State of the Profession report since they started it in 2010. So let's dive in. And make sure you stick around till the end, friends. John is going to coach one lucky job seeker with a problem. Maybe it's yours. John, for our listeners who aren't familiar with GreenBiz, can you do a quick outline for us of the kinds of jobs you track? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of activity right now in terms of uh, hiring. And I think there's kind of three different lenses that you need to look through when you look at jobs in sustainability. There's the core sustainability team, but that's usually a very small team at most companies. You know, that may be a lone warrior. It may be a team of uh, five people. But then what we've seen over the years is a lot of roles that are embedded in different functions. So sustainable procurement, sustainable supply chain, you know, in manufacturing, in facilities. And then there's a real focus on in the financial sector on ESG analysts, which, you know, this was not a big thing three years ago. And it's become such a huge thing in terms of the number of opportunities that are out there at various banks and other financial institutions. I think that's all exactly right. But to sort of step back and think about the journey to this moment, when I first started working at EDF in 2013, sustainability was hardly even its own field. It was so new and it's so different today. How fast is the sustainability job market growing? I think it's growing quite fast right now, but I I temper that, right? I mean, we saw a big growth about 10 or 12 years ago. And then when the recession hit, we saw a lot of those jobs eliminated, right? And they've slowly, slowly come back. But I think we're at a different point now. I think there's such a focus today on not just climate change, but the intersection of climate change and environmental justice. I think there's a desire for more regulation and legislation to uh, attack some of these issues. But I think we're really seeing the corporate community standing up and saying, we need to be part of the conversation, better corporate citizens. How does the intersection and the new highlight on climate justice, what does it mean for job seekers? I think it is part of the driver for why we're seeing such a growth in sustainability-related jobs and employment. So I think this this greater focus on this intersectionality is what's really driving more opportunities and more job listings. 
In your most recent report, what did you find are the three hottest skills right now and why? And I think this is especially key for our audience because they're trying to develop those skills in real time to meet the jobs that are going to be available to them when they're looking. So we had LinkedIn do some research for us around hot skills. So we saw a lot of sustainability-related skills in what they found in just looking at overall the job landscape. And so those were things like getting involved in circular economy, uh, presentation skills, reporting skills. But I think the real key skills are having a solid business background and knowing how to make a really good business case. I think a lot of times people think of business case as this sums and balances on a spreadsheet and that it's just math, but it's not. It's really the ability to uh, collaborate, to gain consensus, but it's a really important skill because when you work in sustainability, whether you're on the main team or whether you're in one of the functional groups, you have to work across silos, right? I mean, there's no way of getting around it and you've got to build consensus you're really serving as the chief translation officer and you're trying to take to the supply chain folks, the the purchasing people, the manufacturing people, you're trying to translate what you want to achieve into a language that they can understand. John, I, I love that identification that folks need to be a chief translation officer. How can our job seekers who are newly entering the job market demonstrate that they are excellent translators and worthy of this challenge? Well, I think what they can do is to look at the sustainability reports, go through the website and tease out where they see opportunities and then take what they've learned in their programs and apply it to how they can provide a solution to what the company is doing or an opportunity that the company may have missed. Oh, absolutely. I tell folks that a consultant mindset, the ability to take in a lot of new information and adapt it and translate it into actionable steps is a huge skill set. Would you agree? I would. And in fact, if you ask me what is the one thing that differentiates successful sustainability leaders, it would be that they're constant learners that they're always looking around the corner. I used to get so frustrated um, when I first got into this because I would meet people who who were in sustainability and they say, oh, my job is to work myself out of a job. I'm like, that's not a job. That's not real, right? Right. And, And it took me a few years to figure out how to respond to that until I finally landed on, no, your job is to constantly be looking for your new job. And that's what it is because you're, in sustainability, you're the front line. You're looking at what's coming around the corner, right? I mean, a lot of times the sustainability team will do a pilot. They'll test some idea out. And if it works, embed it somewhere in the organization so it persists and and remains, quote unquote, sustainable. Getting back to those hot skill sets, the presentation skills, the data analysis skills, circular economy, Who is hiring for those skills? How do those skills translate into jobs? That's a good question. Uh, Circular economy is touching all different areas. And it's a very nascent role or function within a company. And it's popping up in medical devices, in tech companies, in fashion, in apparel, in, in all these different areas. 
there are new opportunities, I think, when you change the way you look at things. And that's what I think circular economy really has brought about. I think the answer is everyone. <laughs> everyone who has survived this last year and and come to the conclusion that in order to survive anything, including climate change and pandemics, you need to be thinking about our connectivity to other industries, to the planet, uh, and, and how we're going to sustain the business that we want to run. What industries are hiring our sustainability professionals of the future? You know, I don't think it's a particular industry. And so I often tell people who are looking for their next position that they should really look for the companies that they want to go to rather than the specific job, right? And there are a couple ways you can look at it. You can say, oh, I want to go to a company that's a top performer, right? So everybody wants to get hired by Patagonia. Of course. But then there's also the rescue companies. And I know people who have cold called companies to say, I've looked at your performance. I think there are opportunities here because, you know, when you can present a chance for opportunity at a company, they're going to listen. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I think that really helps listeners identify what kind of challenge they want, what kind of team they want to have around them as they tackle these challenges. And knowing those things about yourself and wherever you are in your professional career can absolutely and should absolutely inform that job search. Well, thanks so much for these quick hits, John. But don't go anywhere. We have the honor of dubbing you as the Dear Abby of Sustainability Job Seekers. We asked some of the job seekers in our network to send us their biggest pain points. This question comes from Marnie of Denver, Colorado. Marnie writes, it's hard to market yourself if you don't fit into a special niche. As a young professional out of undergrad with a myriad of skills and a generalist background in sustainability, how should I talk about my skills and narrow my work sector? Oh, Marnie, if you walked into the grocery store of jobs and you looked at what I have in terms of my history and you walk down the aisles, there'd be no aisle shelf where I fit. Like no one would pick <laughs> me up. What I've done is I think it's about networking with people, but not in a transactional way, but in talking to people and getting their input. And, and when I do that, I tend to have a biography rather than a resume. A resume, when you're talking to someone, says, hey, I'm looking for a job. Do you have one? Whereas if you send them a biography that may, maybe highlights three different key things you could bring to an organization. And what you get to do with that is to mix and match in time. It's helped me a lot as I've done my job searches. Well, and networking being a key to the job search, you need people to help you along your journey, whether it's for an immediate job now or a long-term mentorship or a connection in the future. I think that's great advice. Good. Glad to be dear Abby. John, thanks so much for being with us. I can't wait to have you back for our next episode to talk all about money. I'm excited to hear your scoop on which sustainability roles pay the best and who is getting those jobs. And thank you for listening. Click on the link in your listening app for a recap of John's insider tips and the free GreenBiz State of the Profession report. Degrees is presented by Environmental Defense Fund. Amy Morse is our producer. Our executive producers are Rick Fallou and Christina Mestre. Podcast Allies is our production company, and I am your host, Yesh Pavlik Slink. The foundation of our show, though, is you. 
If you found value in today's episode, subscribe and share it with other job hunters. And as always, stay fired up, y'all. Change is coming.